everyone. Hello, everybody. This is Alice, and this is Protect Your Glow, the podcast. Today is Friday, February the 2nd. Time is 3.49 p.m. I am in sunny Florida. I decided to go ahead and record this podcast because for the past hour or so I've been watching this YouTube video by Ianla Van Zant. Hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Title Pieces Peace from Broken Pieces. I've never read the book, but I was sitting there listening to some of the things that she was saying and it's just very inspiring, you know, as someone who tries my best to motivate especially young women of color women all over, women of any color but especially women of color particularly young haitian women i really try to keep my mind in a positive state of mind by watching videos reading books listening to podcasts because i realize you can't give what you don't have right so i can't i can't pour into you what i don't have in me to give if that makes sense per se so this podcast right here is basically um what i want to leave with you guys what i want to leave you all with this friday uh <clears throat> my kids are at school I'm in my room, it's quiet, and I have some time to think. And for me, tranquility, peace, and serenity is very, very important to me. Because I know how my mind works, and I know that it's easy for me to think negative thoughts. And so... I find that by doing all these things to keep my mind intact, it has helped me in this journey of pursuit of happiness that I'm on. And I came from seeing my therapist a couple hours ago, which I think I've been seeing her for the past two years now. Yeah, the past two years. So it's been helping me a lot. But today, I wanted to record this podcast because I just felt it in my heart for me to do that. And I don't... I'm recording it right now and I don't have a title for it yet. But I think what I'm going to name it is the title that I think I'm going to give it if I had to give it a title would just be call it Friday Thoughts, you know? And I'm not going to even I'm not going to promote this podcast on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. What I'm going to do is just record it and park it on my podcast 
page in hopes that if someone listening to it needs it, that they will get what they needed from it. So here I go. I don't I didn't write anything down. This is just me and my thoughts and me sitting here in this tranquility and just thinking, you know, just thinking. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but ever since I think November, ever since November, I've been going through this, what I want to call transition in my life. And it has to do with my marriage. I want you to know that everything that glitters is not gold, people. My husband and I have been married for 11 years now. And it's been such a fun upside down roller coaster ride, right? Because marriage is not a straight and narrow marriage is not a straight path. There's curves, there's bumps, there's speed bumps, there's stop signs, there's detours, all of that, right? And I want to say this for a, to a young woman listening out there that may need to hear this. I want you to know that Never try to find your identity in someone else. Never try to look and seek for your identity in someone else. Particularly not a man. Why do I say that? Because when I was young, I got married when I was 23. I'm 35 now. And in that stage of my life, it was a very dark stage for me, but I didn't know at the time how dark it was. Because you can go on with your life and you can work, go to school, graduate. Um, you can hang out with your friends, hang out with your family, throw parties, travel the world. And still, there is a darkness inside of you that... Can it can almost stop your growth if you allow it. And what I mean by that is when I got married, there were some issues within myself that I did not fully, completely dealt with. There was issues of self-hate, issues of Childhood trauma, issues of trying to find myself. There were issues of me comparing myself to people, issues of jealousy, toxicity. I was a very toxic person. Now, I'm speaking about this from experience. This is my truth. This is my experience. I'm not speaking this for anybody else. I just wanted to share with you guys because sometimes we go through things, right? And we think we're alone. We think we're the only ones that are going through it. And that's not the case. And so I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know that 
You should not try to look for an identity in other people. Your identity and who you are as a person, first and foremost, should be found in you. And because I'm a Christian, I'm going to say, and because I believe in God, I'm going to say your identity should be found in Christ first. Right? Because once you have God as the center of your of your life and your main focus is on him, everything else is second nature. But see, back then I wasn't thinking about God and nothing like that. I was thinking about me, 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 me. You know? Sagittarius, type A personality. I was thinking about me. It's all about Alice and what Alice wants and desires. So I go ahead and get into this marriage and I've lost myself, right? Essentially. But and my husband is a good man. Very patient. Very kind, very intelligent. But the obligation I imposed on him, first and foremost as a man, first and foremost as a first and foremost as a human being, secondly as a man, was unreachable. What I imposed upon him was I essentially wanted him to sort of save me, save me from me. That is a heavy burden for anybody to carry. For you to want somebody to save you is a heavy burden for anybody to carry. So, you know, make a long story short, we went on with our married life. Pushing things under the rug. Not really talking about things. Not really communicating. No set rules and agenda in place for our marriage. You know, sort of did what we wanted to do as far as, like, I wasn't that type of woman that would question where he would go or what time he should be back or I wasn't the kind of woman that would not let him hang out with his friends or he's not a kind of husband that would you know question where I go or you know impose any laws I would say upon me it was almost like our marriage was was very you know laid back um we trusted each other so there was nothing for us to worry about But there was something still hindering me from completely giving myself 100% to this marriage. Something, a pain that I imposed upon myself. And you know, sometimes we can like conjure up these thoughts about what is it that we want so bad, right? We tell ourselves, this is what I want and it must be what I want. It has to be what I want. If I don't have it, I don't think I can go on. And so we feed our thoughts with things and visions and ideas of what we think it will be when we get it. 
It's almost like when you want this nice car, right? You're like, man, I got to have that nice car. I'm going to work hard to get that nice car. I can't live without that car. That's the car of my dreams. And so say, for example, yeah, you do have a car of your dreams. And you work really hard and then you get it. Only to realize that's what I was wanting so bad. That's what I couldn't sleep over. That's what I thought I needed. What a new outfit you think you have to have at the current time because it's a trend, right? Like, it's what's in. And then you get your hands on it. You're like, okay. Right? So, I, for 19 years, 19 whole years, I conjured up ideas and fantasies in my mind. Of what I thought I wanted and needed. And sometimes when we. (laughs) I really think that sometimes. When we ask God for something. He'll give it to you. Just to show you. That. It was an illusion. (laughs) Right. And we have to understand that the past is called the past for a reason, right? Like, there's a reason why there are certain people that can't come into your future with you. Because it's almost as if God has a plan laid out for you. And he took those people out of your future because you know there would be a hindrance to your growth, to his purpose, to his plan for your life. But sometimes, you know, we have to have it. So we pull back and try to help, right? Like, oh, let me go back and get that friend that I never really talked to or didn't really like or didn't even have a relationship with. Let me see if I can make amends. Let me see if I, you know, I, I'm a forgiving person. I mean, I, you know, I love people. Um, so why not try to make friends with this person? And you think that uh, just because you've forgiven someone, it, it doesn't mean you need to have any interactions with them. It doesn't mean you need to party with them or hang out with them. You can totally forgive someone and move on with your life. But see, I thought that, man, yes, I forgive that person, but let me see if I can make it work, <laughs> right? Let me see if I can be of value to this person. And I just feel like sometimes God just looks up down from heaven and just shake his head like, Alice, you know what? Alice, I don't know what to do with you. I don't. It's almost he's like telling me, I took you from that situation. I took you away from that situation for a reason. But you want to go back and make it work and for what? And so what I've learned is that Never to trust your feelings because feelings are not facts. It's amazing how you can keep someone in in the prison of your mind for so long. You keep them hostage, right? You keep them captive. You keep that you hold you you hold them captive because you feel like. 
your life can't move forward without them. Whether it be that friend, whether it be that family member, or whether it be that ex, or whether it be that co-worker, you've, you've, you've built up in your mind that you've, you thought you know what you had with that person was so great. And some part of you just really can't believe that it's over. And so you're sitting here trying to pick up the broken pieces, sort of, you know? You're, you're wanting to make ends meet. You're wanting to see, I wonder what could have happened if we kept our friendship. I wonder what could have happened if I made peace with my, you know, fill in the blank. And I wonder what could have happened if I made peace with that coworker. I wonder what could have happened if I made peace with myself is the question we need to ask when we are in a state of confusion. I say never trust your feelings because on psychology today I was reading where it's talking about how feelings are not facts. And that is true because sometimes what we feel is just an emotion. And we have to be really, really careful not to make a quick decision on that emotion that can lead. So for so so basically you, you don't want to make a permanent solution on a temporary feeling. And you've probably heard that before and interpreted in different ways, but you don't want to make a permanent solution on a temporary feeling. Because that feeling can change in a couple hours. It can change in a couple days. It can change overnight. And it's also important not to give in to the ideas and the infatuation and the fantasies of your mind if you know it's going to cause a hindrance to your growth. You know that if you pick up the phone and call that person that they're not even pouring into you, right? So I always like to say if somebody's not adding to your life, they're subtracting. So you know that if you pick up that phone and you dial that number and you call that person, it's just feeding your feelings for that moment because, oh, you missed that person. You wanted to hear their voice. You, you had to talk to them, right? So you pick up the phone, you dial their number, and then you realize, okay, what I was feeling, the anticipation, the thought of the outcome is now over because it's been fulfilled. You have called and spoken to that person and then you realize, like, why did I call you again? Because it's back to the same old gossip. They're talking about the same old thing every single day. And don't you hate it when you're talking to somebody and you just feel like their life has no, it's not making any progress. You're like, is it me or is it you? Because every time you talk to this person, it's the same old stories about who did them wrong, who did them dirty, who they don't like. And then there's a million and one excuses as to why their life is not moving forward. Excuses, excuses piled up after excuses. And I like to tell those people well, wait a minute. 
What have you done or what are you doing to make a difference? What are you doing to make a change? I have this thing, right, when somebody calls me and they tell me an issue with somebody that they have with someone and they're sitting here and they're telling me about all the wrong things a person has done to them. I like to flip it and ask them, okay, tell me something good about that person. Tell me one good thing about this person because in the sea of wrongs, in the sea of how bad this person is, tell, there has to be one good thing about them that you can tell me. And if that person that I ask a question to cannot find one good thing to tell me about that person, I no longer go on with the conversation because that tells me either A, you've not taken the time to even communicate with the person on how you feel because they probably don't even know that you're thinking all these things, or B, you are afraid to confront your own truth because we can learn a lot about ourselves. We can learn a lot about ourselves if we just sometimes sit down and just be quiet and hear somebody else out, right? And so I said all that to say, quit Asking other people to see value in you. Quit begging other people to acknowledge the greatness that lives inside of you. Quit seeking validation to be who you want to be. You don't need anybody's permission to go out there and be great. Life is a wonderful teacher. Life will teach you things if you are open to learning. Life will teach you how to be patient. Life will teach you how to be kind. I like to use the story of me watching my father for eight months fight for his life in a hospital bed, back and forth to different nursing homes, back and forth to different hospitals, just fighting for his life from a brain hemorrhage and a stroke that put him on his back two weeks after his 76th birthday. That would have been, that was the last birthday he ever had. And in that time frame, I learned the true value of how precious life is. In that moment, I learned how to stop complaining about what I don't have and what, I, what God needs to do for me. Isn't it crazy how we like to just give God orders, right? Like, God, I need you to do this for me. I need you to do it, like, ASAP. Or, God, why is this happening to me? And us not knowing that every single thing 
whether it be the most excruciating pain or whether it be the best belly laugh of your life. All those experiences are there to teach and help us to be our best selves. No matter how bad or good it seems. And so I'm going through this period right now where my husband and I, we've been separated since November. Not legally separated, but we've made an agreement to be apart from each other for now because being married can be overwhelming sometimes, especially if you lack communication in the relationship, which is very essential and is almost the backbone of the relationship is communication. You can't know how somebody feels if they don't open their mouth and talk to you. And you can't pull it out of somebody if they're not willing to to uh, sit down and talk to you. So, And yeah, that was my alarm. Sorry about that. And so we felt it would be best for us to have some time apart. And it's, um, at first it was crazy for me because it was like, what is happening, right? It's hard for you to think that after being with someone for so long that you're like, is this really it? But no, sometimes it's good to be apart because you learn so much about each other. And what I'm learning too in this process is how to be at peace with myself and wishing peace for him because if you love somebody you would want what's best for them right and if you love somebody like you love yourself whatever is best for you you would want that for them and so that's what um is happening right now but it's teaching me so much about myself but I just wanted to um record this podcast to let you know that life's a journey man life's a process and there are going to be some decisions you make and some things that you do that others may not necessarily approve with or don't understand. But you have to be able to take a front seat at the school of life and learn as much as you possibly can while you can, right, in order for you to grow. You can't grow without Investing in yourself. Investing yourself how you can grow without making sacrifices to research, to seek help if that's what you need, to know when to say no, know when to say yes, know when to say not now, to take some people out of your life that are just taking up space in your life. You have to know when to cut those people off, when to let go, when to say goodbye. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. It won't be easy. But you have to know when to say goodbye to some people. And that's okay. Because it is imperative that you fight for your growth. 
that you fight to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Even if that means breaking a few hearts. And so that's all I had for you guys today. I really hope you're having a good Friday. And I can't wait to talk to you on my next podcast. Have a good one.